5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, everybody, welcome to Wednesday. Hopefully your week uh, so far is going pretty well. And uh, yeah, I mean, did you realize today, December 15th, which means 10 days until Christmas. 10 days, everybody. So if you are one of those people who rushes around and, and uh, you know, tries to squeeze everything in into the last moments, like this is your crunch time right now. 10 days, everybody, 10 days. And as you do that, as you prepare, uh, make sure that uh, you are turning your attention, your focus to also the worship of the Christ. And this is an important part for why we even have a Christmas holiday. Now, if you wanted to make it completely secular, you can celebrate all the Santa and blah, blah, blahs. Um, But we're here as well in the Christmas season as followers of Jesus to follow Jesus and to worship and praise. And so today we're going to uh, take a look at a passage that was for the readings for today, Uh, Luke 7, 31 to 35, and this is what it says, To what can I compare the people of this generation? Jesus asked, How can I describe them? They are like children playing a game in the public square. They complain to their friends, We played wedding songs and you didn't dance. We played funeral songs and you didn't weep. For John the Baptist didn't spend his time eating bread or drinking wine, and you say he's possessed by a demon. The Son of Man, on the other hand, feasts and drinks, and you say he's a glutton and a drunkard, and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. But wisdom is shown to be right by the lives of those who follow it. Interesting passage for an Advent reading once again, Uh, but Jesus is talking here in Luke chapter 7 about a couple of things in particular. So one, I mean, what he's saying is that, and, and hopefully... Hopefully everyone has gotten to this point in their life already, but you can't please everyone. When you try to please everyone, you ultimately please no one. And and that's the way it ends up. And that's the same thing when he's bringing up, right? You get this, this generation that he's talking about, the people of this generation. How can you describe? Like, they're doing this, but they don't do... Like, you're singing a wedding song, but you don't dance. You, you got a funeral song, but yet no one's weeping. You see, these are the purpose of some of these things. What is happening to you? What's happening to you, generation? Because you get John the Baptist, and here's the example. He comes in, and he's speaking about repentance. A man who does not drink wine. Actually, it says in the text, he eat locusts and honey. Right? And then they, what do they call John the Baptist? It says he's possessed by a demon. And then the Son of Man, Jesus, comes in. On the other hand, he feasts and he drinks. And you say, Jesus is a drunk and a glutton, right? I mean, you so many, like, how are you going to sort through all of this and figure out, like, I mean, so people are not easy to please. And there's the Son of Man who stands before people, and, and their people are still like, nah, he's a drunk. He's probably not even real. I mean, and, and this is always the, the funny part, because it's like, 
you know, we today always think back, oh, if, you know, if, if only, you know, I were to be able to stand before Jesus, or if I was there in that day to be able to kind of follow around Jesus to see and hear, you know, like, then it would change everything. But just like we went over already, there were people who were present with Jesus who still looked and were like, yeah, not satisfied. They saw what Jesus did, opening the eyes of the blind, the deaf, making the lame walk, all of that, that stuff, right? I mean, the, the miracles. And yet they're like, hmm, I don't think so. They look at the Son of Man and they say, hmm, he eats with sinners, tax collectors. Yeah, he must be one of them. And, and <laughs> so it doesn't make sense, right? I mean, like, these people were with Jesus and they still turned a blind eye. What happens to a generation, a generation of people who are looking at this stuff and just be like, yeah, doesn't help. I see it, don't believe it. I've heard the story, the story's not accurate. And then we move on about our day, and then we go and, and we figure out, like, how are we going to navigate this life? And if we're navigating this life and this culture by our own means, it's dangerous. Why? Because we can be sent into a, a, a spiraling out of control because there's so many things to be able to consume. There's so many things that our flesh longs for that we're just going to get ourselves into a big old mess. And yet Jesus stands before us just like he stood before them. And he's saying, look, this is who I am. Go, take a look for yourself. Take a look and see, and you will find. So in this Advent season, we are taking a look. Again, fresh eyes. We're going to take a look instead of being able to look past it, instead of being able to say, oh, I've heard it before, I've seen it before. But once again, every year, we're going to say, how can I see it in a fresh way? How can I see something that I didn't see before? Let's not be the people of that generation who are just looking and unsatisfied with everything and really just looking at everything skeptically. No one's going to please me. And so I'm going to live as a disaster. <laughs> no, we're going to say, give me fresh eyes today, God. Fresh eyes to see the things that you are doing. All right, everybody, we'll end there for today. We'll be back again tomorrow with more Advent themes. Take care. <laughs>